Welcome to the Broadway show Uncut. Melissa Etheridge is a rock icon. And this fall, the Grammy winner is bringing her one-woman show to Broadway. It's called My Window. We had a chance to chat. Talk about what inspired this show. I know you had a really successful uh, off-Broadway run. Yeah, it's, it's been such a dream for such a long time. I grew up in the Midwest, and Broadway was just, oh, you know, <laughs> we'd sing the, the Broadway songs in school. It was a dream. Um, I happened to head, head west first. I went to California, uh, worked on songwriting and, and stuff, but always the dream of creating something and presenting it on Broadway as a full story was always there. So uh, when I actually met my wife, we were friends before uh, we were together, and she's a television producer, writer, and creator, and we, um, we wanted to you know, do a TV show, but we both found that we have such a love of Broadway. and. We said, we, we have started, we have so many projects that we had started, and finally this one about two, three years ago started to take, you know, it was, it was Bruce who really kind of kicked the door open. They said, well, Bruce can do it, maybe Melissa Etheridge can do it. Yes, you know, so, <laughs> so we just got right in there. Um, talk about that. Did you talk to Bruce about it and, and what he went through through the journey? I have not actually oh. talked to him personally, but uh, watching what he did, yeah. seeing it, and then understanding how it was done and what it was done, the way it was done, it's like, okay, that's a, that's a great uh, base and starting point. I, I, my show is more theatrical. There's, uh, I, I brought some great uh, video and lighting in. Um, I, my wife helped me write it, so it's, it's got more of a, of a story and, and uh, really takes us everywhere. Do you feel like you learn new things about your own story every time you perform it? <sighs> oh, yes, yes. Off-Broadway was, was really the gathering last year, the gathering of the story. And I, <laughs> I remember the first time we kind of, in rehearsals, put it up we quickly realized, wow, this is like a five-hour show. So, because <laughs> I was telling my whole life story, right. it was just going on and on and on. So we really narrowed it down to the, the two really storylines that I, I wanted to present. And um, I, I realized that there's, you know, you can tell your story, but there will always be so much more that you can just never stuff in there. You know the the title, um, my my window, appropriate for so many reasons, obviously, but also because of the fact that you have always been so open mm -hmm. with uh, your audience and with fans and just with people. And anytime I see an interview with you, and I, it's just really something that not everybody does. And you just really have made it a point to do that, no matter uh, what you're going through, whether it's a high or it's a low. Mm. I I found years ago when I first started uh, in the recording business when I made my first album, I, I, was, dis <laughs> I was playing in lesbian bars. I was, I was out uh, socially and to my family and everything, and this was just music I was making, and the mainstream recording industry started coming to see me, and it took about five years before someone would sign me. But finally, Chris Blackwell signed me to Island Records. He didn't know why I wasn't signed before, and, and he didn't have a problem with me being gay. It was just like, 
Well, he said the, the whole, the record company said, well, if you don't flag wave, that's fine. And so, uh, you know, and I was like, you know, three years later, I'm flag waving. But, but um, it, it was, uh, it was a, a way to slowly, you know, be open about who I was. And a few years later, I came out. And um, once I did that, once I kind of had the experience of being honest, man, there's a lot of power in that. Mm -hmm. There really is. It, you lose a lot of your power when you try to hide things and, and are always worried and it's not good for your health. Yeah. So once I, once I had that experience, then when I had a, a, my health crisis, uh, about uh, when I was about 10 years later, when I was 43, I remember people saying, oh, you shouldn't tell you know, people you have cancer, they're gonna think you're weak. And I was like, stop, that's the worst. The only way I'm gonna get any power is to say, hey, you know, this is cancer, this is uh, my journey through it, this is what I did, this is, and you know, and now next year I'll be 20 years cancer free. So oh, I've just, you know, once I started speaking truthfully, it's more comfortable for me to be open and honest in all the ups and downs of my life. And uh, freeing and healthy. Yeah, yes, yes ma'am. Um, I know you're open in another area with uh, your new book that just mm -hmm. was released. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a hard journey to write a book in any circumstance, yeah. what you're talking about, uh, talking to my angels. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, um, when the pandemic hit, I, I lost my son to an opioid addiction. And um, it, it was just the isolation was too much for him. And he... Um, so after he passed, I, it, you know, that knocked me sideways. And I, um, I knew that it was going to be in my art now, that sort of experience, just like, just like the, the coming out, just like the, the cancer, that this was going to be something I was going to talk about because there are hundreds of thousands of families suffering from this, from either a, a loved one who is addicted or who has, um, who, who they've lost. And there's so much guilt and shame in it. Mm -hmm. And I have spent so much of my life um, knowing that, working this, this spiritual path, you know, this, this way of being now and, and knowing that, that guilt and shame also makes you sick and also mm -hmm. is, is just, a, it serves no purpose. So, making art out of that, walking through that. I knew that I would be asked about it. I knew, you know, I, people know I'm an open book and an honest person. And so writing this book really helped me. I, I, I spent a couple years writing it, really helped me actually heal a lot to just talk about it, to go, yeah, this is the truth. This is how I felt. I felt helpless. Do I do more? Do I do less? Have I done too much? Have I not done enough? Um, all those things you, that, that you can go through and how the, it comes down to, I know that my son and, and his spirit, which is in non-physical and, and knows no more pain, no contrast, he does not want me to suffer now. So why should I suffer with any of that? And, and that's what I walk every day and that's what I hope to show in the book and I hope to show it also in the in the Broadway show. I feel like you walk every day and you teach every day That's and uh, who, who picks up that lesson along the way you don't know but uh, but mm -hmm. I, I know so many do. 
when you talk about uh, being on Broadway, you you uh, talked about you know being from the Midwest and you look at Broadway, and I think a lot of us do. We come to New York and go, Broadway, it's, yeah. it is the thing. And once you get that thing, you can't let it go. Uh, what is it like gracing that stage when you you know when you step out there and when you're going to step back out there? What's that feeling for you? Uh, is it looking and seeing somebody that you're affecting? Is it just being in the moment of that story? Is it? Oh, it is gathering together at the energy that I have used for years. I mean, I started the first time I was on stage, I was 12 and, and have just never looked back. And I, I love the stage. I love, I feel very safe on the stage. A Broadway stage is, is an elevated expectation and an opportunity to, to hone a, a message and a, and a, and a, form of entertainment to an expectant audience that it's like, okay, you know, show me. And, and it's not, when I go on a concert and I, I come into the, you know, the people ah, and they scream and holler and my whole point is to get them all riled up and rock right. and roll and that's what we do. This, the audience is there and they are expecting to, to receive something. And, and that's, there's a beautiful difference in that because there's so much more nuance that I can, that I can do in my show. I can speak, I can, I can, the dynamic can go from here to there. And it's just really exciting. And I'm sure you feel them along the way, riding that journey with you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I love an audience that is right there with you. Do you feel like there's a lot of things that they're going to go, I didn't know that when they walk <laughs> out? Uh, because you have been so open, but are there a lot of the, I didn't know that moments? Um, there's a few, especially about my childhood. A lot of sure. people uh, aren't aware of certain things. Um, you know, once you get, the book has a lot of things that you don't know, but um, you know, the show, uh, if you're a huge Melissa Etheridge fan, there's not gonna be a lot to surprise you, but if you're just a casual uh, listener, you might find, especially if you don't know anything about me, it's a very interesting story. <laughs> Thank you so much, really, truly. I Thank you, my it. pleasure, I appreciate Jill. it. That's going to do it for the Broadway show Uncut. We're going to be back next week with another good one. Till then, I'm Tamsin Fidel.